If you are a fan of the Literate Ape cast or literateape.com, there are a couple of things that you, listener, can do to help us out a little bit. It is that old saw of the word of mouth. Uh, you know, first of all, W O M. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can first of all, you can subscribe to the podcast if you already haven't. You can review the podcast. We love that. Even if you call us, you know, twats, whatever you want to do, please call us twats. It's we'll, fine. We'll, we'll take anything. We'll run with it. Yeah. Um, you know that if you uh, if you enjoyed literateape.com, you know, like our Facebook page, subscribe to the service, get on our mailing list, all that nonsense. But the really the most important thing you can do is tell people about it. Because ultimately, if I go to a restaurant and I love the restaurant, there is no better advertising than I go to David and say, dude, you got to try this fucking restaurant. I'll probably go to that restaurant. Just because a friend said this yep. is worth your time. Yep. So that if you enjoy the Literate Ape cast or you enjoy literateape.com or you enjoy both, spread the word, man. And now on with the show. You can't just change the name to Bohemian Hanukkah because it changes the meaning of the song. Bohemian yeah. has a very specific meaning that it's a rhapsody, a Bohemian rhapsody. A Bohemian is a person, you know, I, like I feel like I shouldn't have to explain this, but God damn it, you can't, you're Bohemian Hanukkah, but you're, fuck, you're still stuck in this absolute identity, then you're not really quite Bohemian then are you Jew? Are Jew? Fuck. All right. This is Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Ape Cast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. So Hanukkah starts tonight at sundown. Okay. And the first night of Hanukkah lasts eight days, as I think most people know. Um... I take issue with Hanukkah over the last couple of years because it's become the Jewish people have made Hanukkah <laughs> so annoying. So there's there's elf on a shelf, right? That's there is elf on a shelf. Chris, that's the Christmas thing where you put an elf. For those who aren't familiar with it, you put an elf. It's this packet that's got a storybook, and this elf sits on a shelf or wherever you want in your house. So your kids see that, oh, there's an elf watching me that reports back to Santa, so I have to be good and da-da-da, which I think is a great <coughs> tool to keep the kids in line. Sure. Like, that's the best thing about Santa Claus is that it makes the kids behave for like a good two months or whatever. Do you think that really works? Did it, it ever work, work it for It worked you? for me. You're uh, goddamn never right fu- it worked never for me. Fucking oh, yeah. worked for me. Um, but it was only for the month. Like it was from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Like I just got to be real good. But a couple years ago... I'm, I'm just going to say the Jewish people, the Jews, I, maybe it was there was a Christian involved in it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but they created mensch on a bench. Okay. And a mensch is what a... the a, fuck? Is a gentleman. I've heard of this. Yeah, I've actually heard of mensch on a bench. A mensch is a gentleman, a good, a good young man. So, <laughs> so instead of an elf, it's this old bearded like Jewish guy what you think you know Mo- what Moses looks like or like a Hasidic Jew with the hat and the whole thing the curlies and the, I don't know if they have the payas thing but yeah is that what they're called yeah I just call them curlies that's fine I'm insensitive no I'm you, culturally insensitive what you're doing is you're, that's the thing I see and I'm, they're curly mm-hmm. how the fuck are you supposed to know that they're payas 
I don't know. Right. So yeah, curlies does not offend me. But if I had curlies, I would be culturally appropriating your cult, your, your curlies. Or you would just need a, a haircut. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So they've got mention a bench, uh, and then there are mention count- on a bench. Yeah, it's just like. Well, I think Elf on a Shelf is kind of stupid. It's but cute. No, but it's not just cute. It's annoying. Idea and just making it. We're just gonna Jew it up. Okay, there you go. And that bothers me. Not as a Jew, not as a Christian, not as anything other than a so what's a lazy, so what's, what I would don't be like lazy what thinking. would be like the Native American version of that? Um, chief near a queef. Okay, there you go. What would the black, the African American? I don't want to just say black. Yeah. What would be the African American version of that be? Uh, let's see. I'm intentionally trying to rapper get near the crapper. Oh, that's a good rapper one. Rapper on the crapper, yeah. Rapper on the crapper, because yeah. that's yeah, rapper is kind of like an elf in the in the the hip hop world. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's yeah. good. That didn't get you in trouble at all. No, I'm very impressed. Yeah. All right, there that. you go. But then there's these. Countless... I would like to have a rapper on the crapper. That would be, I would be totally on board with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I would read that would be fun. But he would need to rap like he'd pull a string and yeah, he'd, need he'd, to, he'd be like know, a, some NWA the, lyrics. That fucking or... uh, fish that sings. Yeah, Billy yeah. Billy Bass. Or yeah, whatever. the Billy Bass, a big mouth bass thing is like <laughs> yeah. like like you know. Yes. Take me to the water. A Dr. Yeah, Dre yeah. just sitting there and just pulling his yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think that's fun. But then there's these countless a- acapella groups that are reworking classic songs to tell the story of Hanukkah. And okay, there's like, so many things wrong with what you just said. First right? of all, acapella groups, and I'm sorry, I've been in acapella groups. I did choir when I was in college. Me too. I was, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. When I first got to Chicago, this is how I met Phil Ponce. You know Phil Ponce. Sure. I met Phil Ponce yeah. because I was in a group called the Chicago Choirmen. Yeah, with you were. Phil Ponce. Yeah. And it was a it was a Chicago men's acapella group. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate what these groups can do. Like they can make the whole. They can do all the. Like, I'm not bagging on the their talent. Yes. But they just take these old songs and they just rework them and loud themselves for their awesomeness of how. Look at how we've made it about Hanukkah and uh, the the most recent one that I got that just it was yesterday that just fucking. And this is me a song. Out. This is a song. Yeah. What's it called? Rory Zacker sent it to me. Um, it is. Oh, what is it? It's called Bohemian Hanukkah. Okay, could you send me that? Yeah. Just, yeah, send me that. Because I'm going to put that, I'm actually going to put that on, because that makes me laugh so oh, hard. Oh, God. Okay. It's, it's it, called what? Bohemian Hanukkah, a queen adaptation. And it's these six guys. Yeah. Several of them wearing yarmulkes. They're just very Jewish. Fuck it. They're Jewy looking guys. And they're doing this, they're doing Bohemian Rhapsody, an amazing song, right? But they're just making it about Hanukkah. And it's, I got... Rory sent it to me in a text, and I wrote back before I've been watching it. I said, I will watch this, but I'm not going to be happy about it. I got a minute and a half in, mm-hmm. and I went, nope, fuck it. I can't. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Does it sound good? Yeah. It sounds great. Their talent is there. Okay. But just the principle of it drives me fucking crazy. And this is different than... Like Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song, like his classic yeah, no, no, Hanukkah that's, song. Yeah, that's because a, that was that well, was original. Yeah, it had its, it had a unique point and it's of view. Making fun of all the stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 it's good. The issue is that they're trying too hard, and that's what I. It's ha- like I, the I, blue jeans Jesus. It's like the the the, yeah. the 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 evangelical churches that have rock bands. Yes, Striper. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. And it. It's just, have you heard the Jesus is a friend of mine? Jesus, yeah. you've heard that. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like we're trying to just, we're trying to youth it up. Yeah, like there's I I have to find the video, but there's this old couple that they run a church and it's defunct now, and if this is old, like it's VHS. Yeah, recording. I think there's even like the the tracking. I love on that. the bottom of the it makes screen. Makes me so happy. Um, and they're rapping about Jesus, and they they use the N word. What? I don't think that they understand what the N word means. They're just like, this is what rappers what? say. What? It's fucking amazing. It, oh my God. At one point, they're like waving a gun around. They just totally like took the gangster rap thing and. Oh, just, there's so much wrong with that. But it is amazing. Because you look at it, it's like, yes, this is totally wrong. But I don't think that these people know. That of it's wrong. Of course they know it's wrong. I don't know that they do. You have to watch it and you're like, yeah, maybe they don't. All right, know. I guess. I guess there yeah. are enough people that voted for Trump that I can say that there are enough people that are stupid out there that, okay, I got it. And I the, got it. The thing is, there's this, this charge to make Hanukkah this as big as Christmas. Yeah, well, yeah. And it's, it's never not that the be. Jews aren't, aren't important. It's that Hanukkah 
is so insignificant in the grand scheme of Jewish culture or the Jewish <laughs> identity. Like it's it's like, oh, people wanted to kill us again. All right. And it was a short little war and then this miracle that oil lasted eight yeah. days so they could have light and warmth. It, it it's just not that big of a deal. And I like Hanukkah. Like I don't I, I don't hate Hanukkah. I didn't hate Hanukkah. I hate Hanukkah now because of this. Yeah. Um my mom used to, when I was a kid, my mom would come to school and she would cook latkes, the potato pancakes, and yes. tell the story of Hanukkah. And that was really, really cool. And people would be like, wow, that's great. I know what latkes amazing. are. I don't know what the curlies are, but I know what latkes okay, are. Okay, yeah. All right. I've had those. That's food. It is food. And yeah. food's universal. Uh, and then there's, this is the thing that just, oh, God. Like, <laughs> even more than the than the, the stupid acapella I can songs. see the rage. Yeah. It's the fucking Hanukkah sweaters. Like, There's, ugly Christmas sweaters is an annoying thing, well, right? I mean, the, the, who, who in their right mind actually does the ugly Christmas sweaters, uh, unless they're just being stupid and ironic? They're either being stupid and ironic, or they're they're young enough that they haven't done it yet. So the cr- ugly Christmas sweater I never sweater did the ugly Christmas bit. Fuck I that. I did it once when I was with an ex-girlfriend who, ugh, I would have erased the whole thing. But yeah, I, I hated every moment of it. But it's what her friends were doing. And I'm like, I got to go. I'm sorry. This. I won't wear a fake mustache. Right. I, fake, why, are, I mean? why are mustaches funny? You know, why is I don't wear thing? tweed. Fuck you, hipsters. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say that. I just had no, to. You, you've got the Hanukkah. I've got the hipsters. Sorry. Totally fine. So there is a, <laughs> there's a website called Tipsy Elves that makes all this oh, dumb shit and they've got Hanukkah apparel. Shit. Let me just read some of these and you should look this up because when you see it, it's even more infuri- infuriating than what it I'm about to read to you. It probably won't infuriate me. It'll just make me laugh, but okay. Here's a sweater. It says Junicorn. <laughs> it's a unicorn with a yarmulke on. <laughs> the horn is piercing the yarmulke. Junicorn. Okay. Here's a sweater. Happy Hana Cat. <coughs> oh goddamn. Okay. Junicorn wins so far. Um, there's here's a sweater of a like what looks like the mensch on the bench, and it says Hala, as in like Hala, but it's Hala as in the bread, the braided bread that Jews eat on the Sabbath. Oh, they're trying so hard to be hip. It's so. Uh, um, here's another one. Happy Lamaka. For some fucking reason, you know, I'm. I gotta. I gotta do one more. Do one more that you hate the most. Um, oh, this is a good one. This is for women. I I suppose because it's just they don't have it for guys. Um, gelt digger. Gelt is money, so it's a gold digger. Wait, that is like like culturally insensitive as well. Here's just, the thing. Here's the thing. It, what it makes me think of, what it makes me realize, and it's not a bad impulse. In fact, I think it's a great impulse. And this is this is what I'm going to share with you. Why I think you should embrace this. I just have to say it. I got because I it's here. I, I want you to embrace. No, David, I'm going to fucking explode. I want you to embrace this move. And here's why. I want you to embrace. In fact, I want you to get the holla. No. No, no. You, no. That's what you're getting for Christmas is I'm buying you a holla shirt. D- don't. Save Wait, your no, money. No, please. here's why I want you to. This is why I want you to it's embrace this. It's not going this. to a charity. No, it's not. This is why I want you to embrace this. And this, this is probably not a very uh, uh, politically correct perspective. Well, I like that. But it is arguable. And I've read enough uh, sort of sociology and anthropology and this kind of stuff is that and, and and I don't think it's a wrong thing. So it's not to, not to say that I think it was a wrong choice. But um, Jews across history have been shit on by more people, by more societies, by more governments than almost any single type of person, you know, anywhere. I, yes. And you got to ask yourself at some point, what the fuck? Like, why? Yeah. And I would argue, there is an argument, and it's not just my argument, it's actually not my argument, but it's one that I can I can see some credence, is that the adherence to the religious dogma was so strict that the Jewish people were insulated in them. It was, it was yeah. the earliest example of identity politics yes. yep. in the world. Yeah. It was exclusionary. Exactly. Yeah. It's and it wasn't that, and that's the thing is, if you look at it, it wasn't the, that the Jewish people as a whole were saying we're better than you. Right. It was saying we have these rules, we have these religious beliefs that prevent us from integrating right. with the greater population, right. and because of that, 
people that were in the greater population saw this minority that would not integrate with them and said, fuck, well, fuck you, you, we're going to yeah. put you in ovens, which is shitty and awful. <laughs> right. However, I would argue that this move by uh, the, the – and I would argue that this is a secular Jewish perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is a way, albeit a clumsy Ugh. and very awkward way yeah. of saying – we don't want to be exclusionary. We want to be a part of the greater population. We want to lose some of the identity politics. We want to integrate into your traditions in some way. And I don't think that that's a bad thing because what I see in theory is increased it's not a bad thing. Yeah, increased tribalism and exclusionary groups is what civil wars are made of. Right. This is what this is what every civil war, not just the American civil war, but every civil war in any country you can name. The cold civil war we're fighting now. It is all about people identifying so strongly with a group or a perspective or an ideology that it becomes antagonistic to anybody that's not that. And so I would say mm-hmm. You should wear a blue, this fucking ugly, that's really, those are really ugly sweaters. Yeah. Uh, a blue holla with, um, and I think you should have a mensch on the bench. No. In fact, I'm going to get one for my mom's house. That would be funny. And there's none of us that are Jewish. That would and, be funny. Because that, that is my way of saying, I embrace your refusal. My Jewish brother and I, am, I embrace <laughs> your refusal of identity exclusionary politics to embrace, I embrace it. Because anyone can be a mensch. That's what it's I'm saying. It's just a word. It's just a that word. That means something that translates and I'm gonna, across and I, and all languages. And, and I'm going to grow the curlies because I would feel <laughs> bad about getting fake curlies because that's like wearing a fucking headdress yeah. of a chieftain. It's just not cool. Or wearing a Santa nose or whatever. Yeah, or a Santa nose. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it, you're you're not wrong. I, I agree completely with what you're saying. It's but it's clumsy. Why a llama? Why is it happy llama cup? Because oh llama, that's funny. It's, they're trying. It's not. They're give trying them, too hard. Well, they're trying too hard. But give them a little credit for making the attempt. Okay. Let's just say that I do that. Okay. Here's where I can't do that anymore. Here's okay. there's, here's there's the a, line. Well, the line. The thing is, you, now you're reinventing a line because the line started. At the minute you said Hanukkah. That, I'm a forgiving person. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Up to this point. You okay. get like you get one. So here's the new line. line here's the new line. You, what's the, what is it that George Bush said? Fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. Shame on Don't get fooled again. Or whatever fool, whatever he fucking said, yeah. The idiot. That's always fun to watch. That is That's always just, fun yeah. to watch him do that, yeah. Um all right. NBC, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do the the, the more, more you know. know. Yeah, the more you know. We were on the same page, yeah. <clears throat> and you remember bum, the logo. Bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. It was like the rainbow <laughs> thing. And yeah, the more, the you, more know. you know. Love it. It's a t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, God. Same kind of logo. And it says, the more Jew know. The more Jew know. <sighs> I want you to get me that shirt for Christmas. I would wear that shirt. <laughs> I'm going to wear that at the next bug house. I mean, it's only 10.95. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. So, the more Jew know, that's brilliant. Here's the the kind of funny thing about that's that. That's great copywriting. Is that it's not great copywriting because again, they're just copying what's already been done. But that's what good copywriting is. No, good copywriting well, is original. Right. That's well, no, this originality is, is punished in this society, and you of all people should know it. Well, that when you come up yes. with an original idea as a copywriter, you get shut down. It's got to sound like, look like, feel like something that has gone on before. You know that's the truth. Yes, that is the truth. That is acceptable copyright. But again, I maybe still, not good. I still have but a, what you get paid for. Here's why I still have a problem with it because it's not an original thought. 1977, Woody Allen uh-huh. made a film called Annie Hall. Mm-hmm. There's a scene. It's there a is. great scene. It's I, this is where Woody Allen, I think. Yeah, the scene where he's fingering, find, his, where he's fingering his daughter's butthole, right? Yeah. Yeah, that scene. No, it's a different one. Okay, it's different scene. Yeah. Okay. But it's where it's this long shot. The camera set up like down a, a New York block, okay. and then he and Tony Robbins, not Tony Robbins, um, Tony Roberts, Tony Roberts. Yeah, they're walking down the block and yeah. they're having this conversation the whole Which way. Which is every Woody Allen just, comedy yeah. ever made. Yeah, 
I just and I just I love that. Yeah. But, but Woody is saying his character uh, Alvy Singer is saying uh, something something that he asked me. Uh, you know, are did you eat yet? Are did you eat yet? Yeah. And he says, yeah. What's the problem with that? He goes, Jew. Did you eat that? He's talking about my Judaism. Did you eat that? Eat yet? Jew. Did you eat yet? And it's this whole thing. And so for a fucking New York block, he's just going. Jew, did I just you want, eat yet? I just did want to point Jew out, eat? my podcast listeners, you can't see the look on his face <laughs> as he says Jew. With, I mean, if it was one that had plosives in it, he'd be <laughs> spitting all over this fucking room. He is saying it with such vehemence, the Jew. Jew! Jew! Jew eat yet? Right, okay. Yeah, because that's, and that's what that shirt is. The more Jew know. <laughs> it's fucking lazy, and they don't even know it. They don't even, I guarantee you they don't know what they're saying. Ah, that's fine. Way to go, Aaron. You nailed it. Jew eat. Jew, the more Jew know. Jew. Jew know what? The more Jew you know. Think, now, here's they, my question. Do you think they made these t-shirts for you? Say that again, but say it in the Hanukkah spirit. Do you think that, <laughs> Do you think they made these t-shirts for Jew? I hope they didn't because they, I'm the they wrong didn't. Jew. Of course they did. I am the wrong the Jew. The thing for about this. it is, they made these for people that find this amusing. For the same reason that people go to Chris Kindle for the Glurg. Mm. They go for the Glurg. It sucks. That's what people don't know what to drink. But they, they don't go, know but how no, to drink. But they go yeah. because of the inv- of the sort of the, the the lights and sort of the people and thing, and you know. I, I, you know, as 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 cinder coal hearted as I am as a human being, I have to have a little bit of sympathy for the devil. I don't think they're the devil. I think they're just sort of awkward. You know, awkward. They're awkward. The and you, you were right with what you said before that this is their attempt to yeah, to universalize. Like, look, we're, we're here. We're, we're not Jewish. exclusive anymore. We're not saying go fuck yourself. You can't marry us. We're saying look at us. We've got. We're sweaters part, too. Yeah, we're a part of the world, and and that's you know. And the thing is, I accept. Un- I understand it. Uh, it makes me a little sad. But Isn't it? Is I this think it's not? Right is, is not? Elf on a shelf. Mensch on a bench. Is that not cultural appropriation? Of course it is. So the Jews are cultural appropriators around Hanukkah. Well, it depends if if you consider. Because they're not making Passover. If you consider secular secular Christianity, which is not Christianity at all, but it is a celebration of Christmas with Santa Claus and elves and all this bullshit, if you consider that an ideology rather than just sort of a commercial grab, okay, yeah, I'll say that's cultural appropriation. But I'm not really sure Christmas (sighs) with all of its – because it was created to be commercial. All of Christmas, well, I mean, first of all, Jesus wasn't born in December. Born in the spring. You know, um, it's a part of the winter solstice. I mean, there's so many things that have been amalgamated into what we know as Christmas. Paganism of the tree and Santa Claus. The look of Santa Claus was mostly popularized by fucking Coca Cola. Yeah. You know, I mean, Christmas today was made in the 1950s. Yeah. All the And it was a cash grab. It was a fucking cash, which is okay because we celebrate it because. It makes us feel good. And there's an argument to say and it does. the yeah. thing that makes us feel good, despite all of its flaws, you can't throw, I mean, here's, here's a cliche, you can't throw away the baby with the bathwater. You can't say. Why not? Because you threw away a fucking baby. Oh, fine. It's a baby, man. They're okay. cute. They're intentionally cute, so we don't eat them. So we don't throw them away with the bathwater. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm saying is... My kid is, is pretty fucking adorable. Exactly. Would you throw your child away just to get rid of some bathwater? I haven't yet. Okay. And because he's cute and there's yeah. value in cuteness. Um, so yeah, I, I, that's the thing. Is you, Yeah, there's some, there's some negative connotations to Christianity. Definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, you know... Well, to all religion. To and, all religion. Yeah. However, to, to simply say that all religion... Is representative because of the flaws, because of people that have used it badly, ignores the positives. And I think that's a mistake for the same reason that we go, oh, 
The Constitution was written by a bunch of slave-owning assholes. Well, okay, they owned slaves, but they wrote the fucking Constitution, and there is so much good in that document that you can't simply dismiss the baby for the bathwater. Yeah. And so I would say, accept the attempt, as awkward as it is, it is Footloose. It's the robot kid in Footloose. I can't do that, Don. Do you remember Footloose? Barely, because it's an awful movie. No, it's... Fuck you. What? Fuck you. Footloose. Is brilliant. You know how many times I saw that movie in 1984? It was my brilliant? senior year in high school. Brilliant? I watched... It's fucking gold. It's Come gold. On. It's gold. Really? Don't fuck with me. You like cocktail... I like Footloose. But I admit Cocktail's failures as a shitty, or it's failures and it is a shitty movie, but it's a great shitty movie. I don't think, I don't think Footloose is a shitty movie. Ugh. Oh, come on. It's just, it's, but the But but the shitty part is the kid at the end in the barn doing the robot. Yeah. That's like, ah, you're trying too hard. Oh, look, it's the 80s. We do 80s Yeah, the robot kid is bad. But you respect that they made the attempt yeah. and that he's actually pretty good at doing the robot. Yeah. So, I don't lighten know, up, Hanukkah boy. Yeah. Lighten up as in, like, light the candles? Yes. Look at that. Light all, how many of them? There are eight? Uh, well, there's eight days, but there's nine candles on the Hanukkah menorah because one is the Shamus, which, is, which lights the other candles. You know, when you get that specific, all I want to do is burn you in an oven. <laughs> and that's the show and the website and our future that's yes, it I will, done I like, will, yes. yes I will probably not keep that in the podcast keep but that, that is shit some, that was gold but, you that know, was gold if, you if know. Footloose was half as good as that joke <laughs> yeah so March On that's the organization that started the the Women's March back in January 2017 so they actually started the Women's March Yes. Or they are they just claiming they did? I think that those people, like that, out of whoever started it, because it was like a grassroots thing. Yeah. So from that, they built this organization that was going to keep doing marches and keep doing protests. Okay. Okay. Against so the this Trump is, administration yeah. and et cetera. So I'm on their email list because I went to the march, you know, and I signed up and all that shit. So I get their emails, and most of the time they're like, yeah, whatever, fine, and I might read them. I mostly delete them. You're so invested in the uh, the women's movement. It's not even the women's movement that I'm not invested in. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I am. It's just that these emails don't say anything that activates me. It's like it's sort of like, that matters. It's sort of like reading the 500th The Root article yeah. about how shitty some white person treated your black child. Right. Yeah. At a certain point, I've heard the story. Yeah. You're not telling me thing, anything that I that I, that I I don't already know. Or it's about marches happening in cities that I'm sure. not. Like, you know, it. whatever. And, just, I, and I've done yeah, the march, and I'm old, not going to do it again. So, yeah, yeah. fine. You're not bringing any new information to the table. I already right. had, I got it. Delete. Yeah. And I'm not doing the marches because I don't care anymore. I'm not doing the marches because they don't matter. No. In my opinion. So... But I got this email the other day, earlier this week. Um, it's from the Impeach Boutique, which is from the March on... The Impeach Impeach Boutique? Boutique. Yeah. Oh, that's precious. Right? And I'm just going to read this. Okay. Friends, lights are up on houses, decorations set on mantles, and the smell of tasty treats fill the air. You know what that means. It's time for Cyber Monday... Wait a minute. Yeah, it's time for Cyber Monday holiday savings and some good old impeachment cheer. Okay. So what? Because I, I just did it again. They're just I was put, like, I'm like, okay, what are they talking they're about? They're putting a happy face on their move on the impeach it's Trump. Cute, yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. They, they reeled me in. All right, let's All see. All right, what, there you go. This is copywriting. And then this is in bold, and we're bringing back our OG impeach ugly Christmas sweater and T-shirt to help spread the cheer, made with love and anger by the impeach boutique crew. The design features reindeers and snowflakes, wink, wink, Russian nesting dolls, wink, 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 and a special visual message to 45, wink, 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 wink. So they've actually spelled out wink? Yeah. Okay. Not even the winky emoji. Yeah, just, yeah. okay, got it. I'm just... We know it's typically a time of giving, joy, and bringing people together, but let's be real. We all have some family members and friends who want to show they're on the right side of history, no matter what Uncle Jerry thinks. So give the gift of resistance this year and buy an impeach boutique shirt today. Because nothing says happy holidays like spreading some impeachment cheer and pissing off your Trump-loving uncle at the same time. Cheers, Impeach Boutique. 
fuck you. <laughs> I get it. Yes, we know. People don't like Trump. They don't like his administration. They don't like what he's doing. Fine. Why are you being a dick to your Uncle Jerry? Just let the guy like Trump. Like, wh- why do you have to go out and upset him? Well, because this is ideology. And this is the problem. This if you just ideology. set out to piss off your uncle who voted for Trump, you're not going to do what you need to get done. Yes, you're not accomplishing. It's, you're not accomplishing a goddamn thing. And it just pissed me off. Well, you know, it pisses you off because it's not accomplishing anything. It doesn't piss me off. It makes me laugh. I remember, you remember, okay, you remember 9-11-2001. Um, yeah, that was when Clinton got it. No. Yeah, yeah. It's the emails. The e- right, Hillary's yeah. emails. No, no, uh, but yes, this, this is the thing. Is nothing, <laughs> nothing made me sicker and made me laugh harder. Yeah. In, in the absurdity of it was that, do you know what the, the biggest sort of like thing, there are like two things you could buy within, I want to say a month of 9-11, like serious commerce. I think and I know where you're two going. Two things, little American flags uh-huh. and pieces of ground zero. And yeah. those two, and and the thing about it was, we've we have, you discovered that a lot of the pieces of Ground Zero were just fucking concrete. That some asshole mm-hmm. trying to make a buck yeah. on tragedy and patriotism. Yep, it's amazing to me. And I and I actually read this, and I'm not even going to find. I'm not even going to go back and look at it for the, the to verify. It, but I remember reading that a guy made um just made a, a huge amount of money selling like really nice little American flags that he stole from Arlington Cemetery. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was really fucking gross. And I went, you know, that, you know, and then... Did that money go to an organization? No, this was for him. It was for him. Not for the families of 9-11 victims or anything? That thing is, it was was listed as this make America... I mean, I'm not going to say it was make America great again, but that was the idea. You know, remember, remember the... Alamo, Alamo yeah. whatever the fuck. But uh, but you found out later that basically it was all bullshit. That, yeah. that, that this was a, a charity that he created so he could keep money. And it was just gross. That's disgusting. Yeah. And, you know, that he stole the flags off of That's di- I, dead veterans wow. and sold them. Wow. For 9-11, as like as a 9-11 remembrance thing. Yeah. It was just so gross. And that's kind of what this reminds me of. It's like, if you're that hell-bent on the impeachment and you want to fuck with Uncle Jerry, just give it away for free. Right. Well, you know, why, why you know, or sell it No, I don't know if that money, what that money's going to. Well, that they money don't might say. be going to march on, no, whatever. No, it's but. like every other nonprofit organization where at least 40% of every dollar, 40 cents of every dollar goes to the actual cause and the other 60 goes to infrastructure and paying everybody that's working there. Not every nonprofit, but most. many. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say most, but okay. Yeah. yeah, not everyone, but a lot. Yeah, I mean, the, it's, and I get it, like you, if you're, the 9-11 thing. Like, yeah, all the little flags, all the, the flags that you attach to your car, yeah. hung out the windows, the ones in your yard, all the yard signs, all that shit. You know, the, the Patriot Packs. David Cross has this old bit where he's talking about the Patriot Pack. You can get the flags tattooed on the inside of your eyeballs. So that was when Mr. You're sleeping, was you that Mr. Show? No, this was like 2004. Okay, all right, because Mr. Show used yeah. to do a lot of that kind of stuff too. It was yeah. his stand-up. Um, the album is called Shut Up, You Fucking Baby. Or okay. Some, you fucking crap, that sounds about like that. right. Yeah. I mean, it's a brilliant bit. That whole album is great. But yeah, he's talking about that. And it is insane. Like, people are getting insanely wealthy and capitalizing on our broken hearts and our emotions. And it just, it feels dirty. It's like guns. I can hate your guns (laughs) until I need to use it. And then I love your guns. Yeah. And that's what capitalism is. I can be anti-capitalist until I find a really great way to make a fucking buck. Mm -hmm. And then I love capitalism until it doesn't work out for me. Right. I mean, it is ultimately... Oh, I was an anti-capitalist all the way up until I graduated college and was like, oh shit, I need to make money? Well, I need to figure out how capitalism works so I can yeah. find my way. Yeah, I yeah. haven't really I mean, quite I'm, figured I'm, it out I'm yet. Still not, I'm still not a big fan. I'm, I wouldn't say no, I'm, I'm anti-capitalist. Yeah. Um, I'm anti, let's say, it's not like I'm, I'm not against masculinity. I'm against toxic yeah. masculinity. You're against greed. It's, 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 yeah, it's not that I'm against yeah. capitalism. I'm against toxic capitalism. Yeah. So if you're just doing it to fuck with Uncle Jerry, like, n- no. And I, I wanted to, like, unsubscribe, but I, I 
I want to see what they keep sending. Oh god! Because I, I want to keep pissing myself off. Yes, I gave it's up. It's not on healthy. That. So this is the thing. It's it's the thing that I that I that maybe that's it's interesting. You're still in that place. Wilson is way in that place still. I, although I I hear in his voice, yeah, he's getting beaten down by it. Is that that was where I was at ten years ago? I yeah. got tired. I realized, wow, just dwelling on this shit that just makes me mad all the time. Yeah, I was mad. All the fucking time. Well, I'm not mad all the time. Yeah. I'm mad at dumb things like that email. Oh, yeah, I'm always mad. That, that just always, like, I just are, think it's ridiculous. You are not going to accomplish anything. No good is going to come out of this, except you're just going to drive a wedge between you this, and Uncle Jerry and your parents and whoever else. The, 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 two, the two people that I've, I've noticed dealing with this sort of like these stupid fucking things... Doing it really successfully, and I don't think it's aging them at all, which is good, you know, because yeah. they've learned is, is Bill Burr, uh-huh. who doesn't read Twitter and doesn't read, he just thinks it's ridiculous and that's his bit, and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, he just makes fun of people mm-hmm. that, that do this. And then I saw uh, the other night, Dana and I went and saw the, a John Waters Christmas, mm-hmm. and he uses the terms in, in one, one of his bits, he uses the term fag hag quite aggressively. Sure. And then, uh, he does a Q&A, and during the Q&A, a woman in the audience very upset with his use of the term fag hag. She knew what she was coming was to, right? Yeah, okay. Yes, but, but what I loved about it was he didn't get mad. He didn't get defensive. Yeah. He said, well, first of all, there's two kinds of fag hags. There's good fag hags, and they're the fag hags where they have a boyfriend, a straight boyfriend, but most of their friends are gay men. Uh-huh. That's a good fag hag. And then there's the fag hag, a woman that just falls in love with gay men and tries to change them to be straight. That's I won't say they're the bad, but those don't end so well. Uh-huh. And the woman would not stop. She was really upset about the fag hag. And he goes, oh, you just can't say anything anymore. Yeah. Ribbon clerk. Oh. And then he does this whole gay thing. And then moves on i mean he just didn't give a shit i'm it was sort of like i refuse to acknowledge your strident offense yeah i just don't care and i keep going back i I mean this is almost my broken record in the trump era is that if we just didn't care that our president was a horse's ass and said stupid shit Mm -hmm. and we thought it was funny instead of infuriating it wouldn't be, we wouldn't have anxiety. We wouldn't have an actual, like, therapy right. uh, problem called Trump anxiety. We wouldn't yeah. have it yeah. because if you just recognize that, you know what, he's going to be gone. Maybe even if he's not gone in another six years, he, eventually he's going to be gone. Yeah. And he'll have done some damage. All presidents All basically presidents do. do. All congresses do some yep. damage and some good. Will he do some good? I don't know. I would love to see him do some good, yeah. you know, but, you know, whatever. But I can't take him seriously. So when I see people getting furious at him about yeah. this bullshit he tweets, my first question is, you're reading tweets? Right. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, get off Twitter. If you, I mean, if, 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 you're, if, if your level of discourse is to just sit on Twitter, you're either addicted or you're a moron because yeah. it's... It's soundbite media. Yeah. It's I mean, all, it's like it's, it's the it, ultimate. Twitter is clickbait. The it's whole all thing it is. is. It's and, and it's just insane and, yeah. that intelligent people are so sucked into it that when Donald Trump tweets something, they give a shit. They care. Yeah. It's like, and he knows they care. That's why, That's he, why he keeps does doing it. it. So, so that kind like, of stuff, they're just fueling the just, fire. You know, buy a shirt, buy the shirt. Make Uncle Jerry. Shirt. No, I wouldn't buy a shirt yeah. either, but I'm just saying. Yeah, like, and I don't get that because I'm not Wilson mad. It just upsets me because I just want people to be smarter. I just had this image of better. Eric Wilson as a as a volleyball with a bloody palm print on it. Wilson! Yeah. Yeah, he's a, Wilson! He's a, he's a handsome version of that. With a, like a goatee. Yeah. He's, he's actually terribly sexy. He's got know, good yeah. hair. He has great hair. Motherfucker's got good hair. So, yeah. yeah. So, it's like a really attractive yeah. volleyball. And I wonder, and Wilson, if you're listening, Eric... Um, would you buy one of those sweaters? Would you like one for Christmas? We'll yeah, we'll get you one. We'll for get Christmas. you one. Oh, as long as okay, I will buy Eric Wilson one of these fucking <laughs> uh, boutique, these impeach boutique, impeach boutique shirts. I will buy it, but only if he puts it on, takes a really attractive selfie, and it is the subject of the next American shithole. Because otherwise, I will split I've that wasted cost my you. money. Yeah, yeah, I've wasted I will split my that cost money. with you. So I think these people know. are like their their hearts are in the right place. 
they've got the fury that you know people the the leaders of the civil rights movement yeah. in the 60s had but they were making effective change these impeach boutique move on motherfuckers they're not well the thing and they're is, not going the, to this, this is, is a thing different is anybody kind of game. any it's sort of like anybody that says we go back to capitalism for that anybody that says I'm going, what I'm going to, what do you want to do with your life? I want to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. There's about a 90% chance that that person's going to fail because they don't have anything they're doing but make a lot of money. Right. If your only agenda is to be on the right side of history, I will, I will suggest that first of all, you don't understand how history works mm-hmm. because no one that was on the right side of history ever said, I'm going to be on the right side of history. Right. That nobody it's said that. It's a very self-aggrandizing. Thing it's a complete. To it's a. It's a, you know. And then the second thing is again, you don't understand how history works. History is always won by the most aggressive assholes. Yeah. So I guess maybe they are going to be on the right side of history because the strident left are just as aggressive assholey as the strident right. I'm I'm looking forward, and I hope I maybe the exhausted middle, maybe like us, is we're we're the ones that are going to be relegated to the you know backwaters of yeah. history. Yeah. You know. I'm just I'm so I, I cannot wait to see how this plays out. Like looking back forty years later yeah. on this time and saying, Well, which side of history was the right well, it doesn't side? Matter. The thing is it doesn't matter what side the right side of history is because you know, there was a time where Atticus Finch was a hero in literature. Yeah. And now he's a fucking racist piece of shit. Right. You know, History is determined by a weird, and you cannot determine it. It's a little fluid. Well, it's completely fluid, and it cannot be determined in the present. Yeah. It can only be be determined in the future, which means we can look back in 2018, back to 1950, and go, wow, Eisenhower was a much better president than we thought he was. Mm -hmm. He probably should have fucking stomped on McCarthy. But the highway system was great, and he was right about the the military-industrial complex. We cannot, sitting in the midst of Trump soup, have any perspective on how that's going to play out in history. So right. we don't know what the right side of history is, right. no matter what we think. We want to be, we want to say that Trump was on the wrong side and all the Trump people were on the wrong side. But yeah, we we don't know. No, we don't. And if we look at what history is, like if we just compare yeah. it again to the that's civil rights thing, works. those who were against civil rights or McCarthy, even, let's just throw that yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Was McCarthy on the wrong side of history? Yeah. Well, no. Because it the, didn't really pan out. Well, the th- I, this, this thing like, is, what determines what is the okay, right and wrong this side? This is the thing, and I've said this about the about the the House of House. What is it? The House of on Un- American Activity Committee, right? Is that right? I, H-U-A-C. Sure. Yeah. McCarthy was it. Is that it was started? The the motivation to give him the power to have those hearings was based in a good place because yes. we we're in the midst of a Cold War. Yep. Stalin, what are you, whether you know? Oh, it does drive me nuts. Hitler. Fucking Stalin killed like three times as many fucking people <laughs> as 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 Hitler did. I mean, it's like he was the much more, but he was on our side. Yeah. So he could be brutal to his own people. Yeah. And then after the war, you know, there was the turnabout, and then it became the Cold War. So we're in the middle of the Cold War, and there was a lot of espionage. Yeah. So ultimately, it was a way to root out the communist influence. You yeah. know, and at the time, now we can say, oh, the communist—it was an ideological influence. No. In the 50s, no. it was not an ideological, it was a it was, war influence. It was Truman. It was, exactly. It Truman was Truman started because FDR yeah. was on, he and, and Stalin were buds. And yeah. they were, we'll see how it was. We Later on at Yalta, they out. were not so much buds. Well, but I don't I don't know that, I mean, this is hard to do. Like, what the hell yeah, is they, FDR going to do? Right? Yeah, exactly. We don't know what how was that was going to do. We well, don't know how it was going to play out. Yeah, he was dying as yeah, well. But, but Truman, like, but, totally but, about faced on things. And, the, the, yeah. the initial impulse to create the HUAC was based in solid intelligence yeah. and sound. What happened was you got a guy who wanted power, who wanted notoriety, who was incredibly ambitious and was willing to do anything mm-hmm. To get there, who took it over and turned it into this horrifying shit show? Yeah, that we, you know, and Eisenhower should have, you know, I can say in in hindsight, mm-hmm. Eisenhower should not have said because that's what he said. Eisenhower's perspective was, that's the Senate and it's not anything I can influence, and I need to just, you know, he just was sort of like, 
let him let him peter out. And and he's not wrong in that because and he did you know, let the, him peter the, out. the branches of government need to remain separate. Yeah. But the president could also say because of the influence of the he president could've, he, he could have used his bully pulpit. Not, I don't think this is the best way to yeah. use the but he wasn't time. but he wasn't going to do that because right. the, he was you know I mean he yeah. was he was definitely I mean he was a fucking general. Yeah. He was all about yeah. sort of the rank, chain of rank command. And file, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. And so you know that's the thing but the right side of history you don't know what the fucking right side of history yeah. is. And I got news for you. if you're the person that actively tried to piss off your uncle Jerry to stir shit up at Christmas you're going to be that asshole in history. You're just the fucker yeah, just who it. pisses people off at Christmas. Is that the right side of history? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. That's it's and your, is Uncle Jerry that bad? It's your fucking Christmas. Well, it's one of my I believes that I wrote is that at some point, every 50-plus-year-old white man yeah. has to acknowledge that he is Uncle Jerry. He is, <laughs> at holidays, any who has any op- political opinion. It doesn't matter what family you are. If you are 50 plus years old and you're a white guy, you're going to become Uncle Jerry because yeah. there are nieces and nephews that no matter what your perspective is, think you're full of shit. Yeah. And you're going to try to argue with them because you've been around a few years and that's how it's going to play out. Yeah. It doesn't matter what side of things you are on. Right. You're going to, you know. Just to, to quote the great Larry David. Curb your goddamn enthusiasm. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first one is a do. Uh, do Chris Kindle Market, mm. you self-hating chimp hole. <laughs> there you go. That's, That's it. it. You just throw it's it a, out there. It's a miserable experience, but God love See, the holidays. I don't think it is miserable. All the fucking people. Well, this is the thing. It's, and the glurg is not that good. Well, the glurg sucks. That's if you go and you get glurg, you're kind of like the the equivalent of going to some sort of like Wisconsin thing and getting cheese curds. You're That's a exactly fucking it. shill, okay? Yeah. You're a fucking shill. You don't go for the cheese curds. Right. Go for you know maybe there's cheese involved, but you know, yeah. don't go for the glurg. Yeah. Go for the music. Go for the there's good music. Beer. Yeah. See, all I can hear when I'm there is people. Oh God, you know, no, no, and, and, and you gotta. Shut them off and find the you know find that one guy that's selling the t-shirts or whatever the Santa noses. I don't know if there are Santa I don't, noses. I don't know if they have Santa noses, but I would not put them past <laughs> having Santa noses or the Impeach Boutique, whatever it is, and talk to the people. Talk to the people, man. What the fuck is a Santa nose? I don't know what it is. Maybe it's got a beard on it. Maybe silly would be like a Santa beard. Yeah. Santa With a nose. This is why you're not. This is I. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, is why you're not in, in product marketing. Yeah, I'm not in. Product like, I got a name for you. Santa knows. We're selling shoes, Don. Speaking <laughs> of idiots, um, and and watching morons celebrate Christmas, um, I want everybody to watch Christmas Vacation. Yeah. 1989, before Chevy Chase was a racist piece of shit that we didn't, nobody wanted to work with, before uh, Randy Quaid was insane, like conspiracy theorist. This is one fucking funny movie. My dad and I, we watch, we watch this every Christmas. Mm -hmm. It is, it's my second favorite Christmas movie. Your first being? The Ref. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I, I want everybody to watch Christmas Vacation. Okay. Start to finish. It is, it is my, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Okay. My second thing to do this week is listen to Ella May. Ella Mai. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. M-A-I is her last name. Uh, She's a a musician. Uh, She does beautiful, like 90s R&B. I mean, it's it's like throwback sound. Okay. God, it's good. Yeah? Oh, she's good. Yeah, LMA. All right, LMA. Uh, my second is a, a listen. Um, as much as I am loath to provide um, any ears for anything that Ira Glass is associated with, and I did not like Serial Season 2. I don't even know if I listened to that one. Serial, Serial is you know, it's the first. It was the yeah. first episodic. Um um, sort of crime thing. Right. I didn't. I didn't. I, I started Serial Two and just was bored instantly, so I stopped listening. But Serial out. I don't know. Okay. Serial yeah, season right. two. I don't know. But Serial season three okay. is fucking fantastic and really instructive. Sarah Koenig went to, um, I think it's Cleveland. Um, like basically, she goes to a courthouse, and she is reporting on basically how the justice system works in Ooh, real time. Yeah. So it's like talking to attorneys and prosecutors and defendants and judges 
and just how it works. And it's no big trials. There's no big trials. Yeah. Like, in fact, the first the first episode is a trial about a woman who was being harassed in a bar and started fighting and then a bunch of people started fighting and a cop came in and she flailed and hit him in the face and she gets arrested for assaulting a police officer. God damn it. And yeah. that's and, and, but it's the whole process of how it works. How do they prosecute? How do they litigate? Uh-huh. Talking to the defense attorney, how they deal with plea deals. It's a it's fucking great. Yeah. Serial season 3. Listen to it. I've been in a situation like that it's what you just described with a cop. Another story for another yeah, time. Yeah, but Fascinating. yeah. Okay, Fascinating. cool. Uh, so my third thing to do this week is do Bug House. Yeah. Because that's happening tomorrow. December 3rd. December yeah. 3rd. Tomorrow night. Uh, Brian Sweeney versus me. The topic is populism or liberalism, which is the future. we got Sarah Jean Robinson versus Carrie Castor. The future is female. Are men obsolete? That's the one I'm looking most forward to, yeah. even though I'm performing in it in another one. Yeah. Well, and the next one is uh, Bill Gorgo. Bill Gorgo. Gorgo. The thing is, and, come, yeah. If you do nothing but come just to see Bill Gorgo, Bill Gorgo, I just want to say, Bill Gorgo in 1999, when we did a show, WNAP Theater did a show called Apocalypse, uh-huh. um, and I was the director, he was the, I, I cast Bill Gorgo as God the Father. Okay. Um, who's a bartender in Chicago in the play. But I cast him because, as I told him, if there is a God, I want him to be just like you. Yeah. He's also fucking funny as shit. And the topic you guys will be debating is, who's the best holiday spokesperson? Santa or Jesus Cristo? There you go. And I, that's going to be a lot of fun. All right. And my third thing is a subscribe to. I get a lot of uh, emails. I subscribe to a lot of things talking about business and interesting things. And I am recently uh, subscribed to a thing called The Hustle. And The Hustle, I guess, is what it reminds me of is like Literate Ape, but it's all about news and business, like freelancing and shit like that. You can find it at thehustle.co, not com, but co. Uh Um, This is from their website. The bottom line is that our mission at The Hustle is to keep you informed through a daily email, highlighting a handful of topical stories and adding perspective and color to make it easy to understand. So if you're fed up with traditional media and ready to try something new, join our charge and the hundreds of thousands of others who believe what you believe. We'd love to have you on board. It is consistently a really interesting email. It's just an email. It's an emailing list. I love it. Really interesting. They pick really interesting topics. They focus on issues and they they dive in a very short way, dive really deep into, and then there are links. It's good. I really like it. The Hustle. Okay. All right. And that's the podcast. That's the show. And happy Hanukkah, everyone. What? This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 